Hello, and welcome to the Financial Emancipation Podcast. I'm your host, Malik Branch, and this is a daily podcast discussing the ways in which you can walk towards your financial emancipation, getting free from the burden of your finances. Happy Monday, and we are midway through April. We've passed the due date, April 15th, which is really today, April 16th, for your taxes. So make sure you get your taxes and if you haven't already done so. If you're unable to complete your taxes, you should have filed for an extension that will probably give you until October to um, move forward with um, submitting your taxes, specifically if you owe. So if you owe on your taxes, it's imperative to get it in by the due date of April 15th. Well, April 16th, because it's a Monday. If you are someone who doesn't owe or someone who's going to um, going to get a refund, then it's less imperative that you get it in. But don't allow yourself to go without filing your taxes just because, you know, you don't want the government to keep your refund. And also, um, just for record keeping purposes, it's best to have completed your taxes um, and filed them on time, even when the government owes you money back. So also being midway through April is really important for us who are, those of us who are doing the 30 day no shopping challenge. So midway through another weekend's passed. And I have to tell you that this weekend was a challenge for me. Um, and there, and I did actually make a purchase this weekend. I'm actually at the same time as I'm doing a 30 day no, no shopping challenge. I'm actually doing a partially adjusted raw diet. I'm on, on smoothies. I'm making, I'm having smoothies for dinner and breakfast. I'm sorry. Yeah, dinner and breakfast and uh, salads for lunch. And so I was making my smoothie on Friday and my blender started to smoke and it just died on me. And so the question was, oh my goodness, I need to make, I need to purchase a a new blender because I have to stay on this eating habit that I've created. So I did purchase a new blender. Um, I did use a coupon. I got on sale, but I did purchase a new blender. And so I kind of felt like, oh, dang, this is kind of not in line with the shopping challenge, but I needed to replace the blender. So I considered it to be essential and I purchased a new blender. So that was like, ugh. but I got it done. And, um, and, and, and so the rest of the weekend though was hard because I had to kind of go to Target and Target is my unsafe place. But I went to Target and I got the um, I got the things that I needed and walked out. Did not buy anything extra at Target, so that was really helpful. <laughs> um, so we only have 14 more days to go. We're almost we're over the hump of the halfway, and we have some people who are in the challenge who are actually going to push through the month of May as well. So that's really exciting to know that it, the challenge has inspired and created and generated enough of an impact that um, certain participants would like to continue until June. And I commend them 100% for that because that is a way to commit and show, you know, sometimes 30 days is not enough. You really want to push yourself. Um, one of the participants, she likened it to a fast. She felt like she was doing a shopping fast and thought she should push herself because shopping is really something that she feels is having a negative impact on her financial goals. And so that is really, really good. So I'm glad to know that the challenge is having that level of impact. And we'll do another challenge like that, you know, later on in the year as we try to um, just continue to look at and, and examine our financial shopping habits and see how it impacts our overall financial goals. So that's really exciting. So today, um, I want to talk a little bit about the the inevitable trap of credit. I've done episodes on credit before, and I just think there are, this is going to always be a continuous conversation because credit is really pivotal to your financial freedom because it's about how you manage any credit card debt if you have it, if you don't have it. And if the debt is there, how do you manage it? And what do you actually utilize credit for? 
And so credit is something that allows you to overextend yourself just by its sheer nature, right? The fact that you have this opportunity to spend money for which you do not have to pay back right away. It doesn't have to require cash, which means it does allow you the space to spend money that you don't have. So credit by its sheer nature is the, it is the ability to overextend yourself, which is why credit has to be managed and monitored very closely because if it is not, you can find that you've overextended your entire lifestyle on credit, you know, um, and, and that's really a, it's an easy trap to fall into. So if you, if you think about what credit allows you to do is that in the, in the whole idea of being able to extend, extend your lifestyle and kind of expand your lifestyle with credit, credit can put you into an ongoing car. So people think that the credit will extend you one time. But what credit does is it becomes a bill. And so even though, and because there's a minimum payment versus the maximum amount of the debt, credit can become, you have some people who are paying $1,000 in credit card bills every month, but not as if they're paying it towards a down payment on a debt. They're paying it to maintain the credit. So if the minimum payment, you know, the mid, they're paying just above the minimum payment and that can equal to about $1,000 in in credit card payments every month. A $1,000 payment every month, any payment with four figures that is not attached to your living situation is, is, is a lot, it's a burden, right? And so when you think about that, that's how that, and, and at that point, you're not really paying down the debt. So all you've done with all these credit cards is extended and added an additional almost living expense bill to you. It's not a bill that you can negotiate down. You can't do it like you can do everything else. Everything else except debt can be negotiated down. So you can change your living situation and not pay the rent that you pay. You can you can get rid of a car. You can um you know, you can adjust the cable, you can adjust the cell phone, you can adjust these other bills or even get rid of the expense. But when it comes to debt, particularly credit card debt, there's no negotiation. You just have to pay it back. And if you don't pay it back, you're going to run the risk of of eliminating your ability to have credit by ruining your credit score and ruining your relationships with the, with credit card companies. And so it is a stressful debt to have. It's a stressful debt to carry and also a challenging debt to manage because it, it, it continues to grow even if you stop doing the action. So that is the thing that I think people need to kind of take in as it relates to credit is that if you build up a bunch of credit card debt and then you do nothing, meaning you don't buy another thing, right? You could be not shopping, not doing anything. The debt is still growing. So you are on a, a, a treadmill. You're not going anywhere. You're on a treadmill because even if you're making the payments, the debt is still growing. So every time you pay, if the minimum is $250 and you pay 300 and that makes you feel like something, but really you've done nothing to the principal debt. All you've done is covered the interest because that's really what the minimum payment is. So you've covered the interest. And so at that point, you have not attacked the actual debt and then interest is gonna continue to pile up. So the, the, the fact of credit card debt that it doesn't allow you to just stop, right? You can't just say, okay, I'm gonna stop spending on my credit card and that's gonna alleviate it. It's not because the debt is gonna continue to grow. You have to become aggressive to paying it down, which is why credit is an inevitable trap, which is why utilizing credit is an inevitable trap and it can be balanced for some time, but eventually the credit will overwhelm you the debt will overwhelm you and you will find yourself in a financial bind because of it so you so allowing credit to build up credit card debt to build up and build up is going to end with you having to kind of deal with your credit in an aggressive way 
And if in fact in the future there is no influx of cash on the way, there is no um, no influx of new money, meaning you're going to earn a substantially amount a substantial amount more in your earnings, then your credit card debt will eventually cause you financial ruin, whether temporary or permanent. Because you will not realistically be able to pay that money back. And I think that people give themselves far too much credit when they say, oh, you know, I, I know that oh, I'm going to be able to pay it back. I just need this for right now. It, it, it is too much of a dependence on your own ability to manage something that is not in your hands, really and truly. Because again, the debt is growing without you doing anything. And the interest rates tend to be very high. So... If in order to go and attack credit card debt, you need to then be aggressive about other things in your life. So in order to say, okay, I'm ready to pay off my debt, you have to be really aggressive about reducing the other expenditures that you have. And often those other expenditures are tied to your your actual lifestyle. So your credit card debt allows you to probably do a lot of things like travel and and shop and things that you couldn't afford to do. And so now that you've built up the debt and you can't pay it back in any any significant way you have to cut the travel and cut the things that you couldn't afford anyway that's just gonna that, so that's what credit is gonna do it's gonna make you once it becomes too much it's gonna make you stop doing the things that you couldn't afford to do anyway but now you're left with the remnants of those actions and so when you get to the point of having to deal with the credit card debt you have to deal with other parts of your life that you could have also adjusted in order to make it so you could have afforded the things that you end up using credit on so this is why i say to everyone that everything will come due you will have to make the sacrifice eventually you will have to make the sacrifices to get the to to pay for and live the lifestyle that you want to live you will have to make the sacrifices eventually. So you can choose to make them on the front end or you can choose to make them on the back end, but either way, you will be required to make the sacrifices. And quite often when you make them on the back end, they are far more painful. So once you've accumulated $20,000, $25,000 worth of credit card debt and now you have no more available credit because your utilization is all through the roof and no one's willing to give you any more credit, now you're just stuck with the debt, the debt that's growing. And now you cannot do the things that you want, that you were using credit to do, meaning travel and do all of those things. And so you're attempting now to say, well, let me pay off my debt. But where have you made sacrifices within your other bills so that this can be done, right? So that requires now you have to go in and do the work that you could have done in the very beginning to create and generate the space that you could have done the things that you ended up doing on credit. So credit can be a very inevitable trap. And if you are someone who is not who knows yourself and knows that self-control in that way is not your strong suit then you have to limit your use of credit and if you don't limit your use of credit you will find yourself in a financial bind that will be very challenging to get out of and it will require you to make some really deep shifts most of which at a certain point in your life people are not willing to make you know you will need to adjust your living situation you will need to extend your your time having a car that may be older you will need to really buckle down not go anywhere not do anything not spend any money and then you will resent it you will resent it because there was a time very recently when you were able to live freely and do that but understand that when you were doing that you couldn't afford it and that is why my 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 constant conversation is surrounded around what you can afford because what you want what you what you think you deserve is not is not worth the sacrifice you're going to have to make on the back end to your finances in order to rectify the inevitable trap of credit and so know you know thyself is important 
and knowing what you can and cannot handle and cannot can, can and cannot manage. And if you are already in this situation, as we listen here, if you're already in a very deep credit card debt situation and that's kind of how you got there, there are ways that you can get out of that, but they're going to require some very in-depth and very difficult sacrifices now. And so, you know, I could tell you all of the ways in which you can do it, but you, but the real question you have to ask before we can even discuss how you get out of that debt is what are you willing to sacrifice now to get out of that debt? Because there are many quick fix ways that people think of. People say, well, I'll borrow from my retirement, pay the debt off and get a clean slate. That is something I would never suggest, but also it doesn't do anything for the habits that you created. They'll say, oh, I'll take out a personal loan. I'll pay off the debt that I have. And then because the personal loan will have a lower interest rate, it'll open up my available credit, et cetera, et cetera. All it does is transfer the debt. It transfers the debt and makes it so that you are able to then continue in the same habits if you're not going to make the adjustments. People also say other things like, you know, I'll do a refinance against my home and I'll pay off my credit card debt and I'll have a clean slate. Again, it is not something that I suggest. These are all options, but they're not things that I suggest unless you're going to adjust, you're going to work on the habit that got you there and adjust your financial mindset so that you know about that you're clear about the lifestyle the lifestyle you can afford rather than trying to live the lifestyle you believe you deserve. So these are all ways in which people try to attack long-term credit card debt, large credit card debt. Also, there are all these quick fixes, you know, where people do, you know, debt consolidation, all those things. And again, those things can help you get out of the debt in the moment. But what will it stop you and will it change your money mindset so that you don't get into it again? There are people who file bankruptcy and seven years later, they're ready to file bankruptcy again because they haven't changed their money mindset. So you have to work on that. You have to work on that or else credit card debt being the inevitable trap that it is will suck you right back in and get you get you right back into the same situation. Um, there are also, you know, moments where people pay off a lot of debt and, and then they get their credit right. And of course, at that point, creditors know that and they're back throwing credit your way. And if again, if you haven't changed that mindset, you will be back in the same position. So that's just a little bit of a a, a discussion about credit card, about the inevitability of credit card debt as a trap and why you need to really be mindful of who you are, know thyself before you get into credit cards and credit cards and credit card debt. And if you are currently in that situation, think about, write down what sacrifices you'll be willing to make now that you're going to have to in order to alleviate that credit card debt. Because having $20,000, $30,000 of debt that is growing over your head that didn't come from student loans or mortgage. It is very, very stressful and it can cause you a great deal of personal anxiety and angst and then you shouldn't have to suffer through that. So let's think of ways and the way things that you're willing to sacrifice now, but it's gonna be tough. It's going to be challenging, but it will save you in the long term so that you will not suffer through the, the real pitfalls of credit card debt. When your credit is in the toilet, you can't get any more, you're paying just minimum payments, you're struggling to get by off of credit card debt. And at that point, you, you make the choice to let that go, you totally ruin your credit, and, and, and things really can have a more, more long-term effect for you. So let's, Let's think about the sacrifices you're willing to make now. And if you're not in that situation, really consider the ways that you can stay out of that by living to the lifestyle you can afford rather than the one you think you deserve. So just that's a little wrap up on credit today. Um, if you haven't already done so, please head on over to Insta- Instagram and follow me at Financial Emancipation. Follow me on Twitter at FIN Emancipation. Follow me on Facebook at Financial Emancipation and join the Facebook group there. Um, and also, now, if you'd like to contact me, you can contact me at Malik, M-A-L-I-E-K, at 
thefinancialemancipation.com. That is the email that's linked to my website, which will be launching shortly. And so I'm really excited about that, that you can contact me at Malik, M-A-L-I-E-K, at thefinancialemancipation.com. And there's where you can just send me emails if you have questions or if you have any comments or things that you'd like me to discuss on the podcast or if you'd like to be a guest on the podcast and discuss your own financial journey. I'm looking for those kind of guests. If you want to, if you're interested in having me come to speak to a group or speak to anyone about finances, you can email me there. Um, just please contact me. I'm, I would love to come out and talk to young people, talk to any type of groups, or anyone that you, any, and I host workshops. I'll be doing a webinar in the next couple of weeks about um creating a good financial habit so if you're interested in just contact me just if you want to say hi just send me an email malik m-a-l-i-e-k at the financial emancipation.com thank you so much for joining me today and i hope you will be back tomorrow as we continue to discuss the ways in which you can walk towards your financial emancipation getting free from the burden of your finances have a great day